Hello. 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 And welcome to the Infinite Escape Room Disco Edition. It is Saturday night, everybody. It is genuinely Saturday night, not for you, but for us. We are recording. Uh, I should say who I am, shouldn't I? Uh, I'm John, everybody. I am tonight's host, and I'm joined this week by both of the other production people who have a title. Producers? I guess so, yeah. Progenitors. Progenitors is good. That makes it sound like you're leading a cult. Slash someone's genitals. Slash someone's genitals. <laughs> mm. Leading them by the tail. Uh, I am joined by the progenitors of the podcast, Mike, Ben, and Danny. Say hello, everybody. Well, Danny isn't a progenitor. I'm just a bum that they asked to come along for fun. Uh, Mike and Ben are. Say hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. You should all know their voices by now. How are we all? Distinctly average, thank you. Distinctly average? Mm. It's Saturday. How... How can this be worse than the week? Well, to to be honest, my dishwasher packed in this week, which was horrendous. And then I had a cascading effect where the dishwasher packed in and then the sink packed in. And then I had to basically try and figure it out. And then it was even more humiliating because Amy said, I bet the problem's in the U-Bend. And I thought, what a great idea. And then the pipe fitting was too tight. And I thought, if I put any more pressure on this, I'm going to break it. And then that would be a world of pain. So I called a man out and he undid the U-Bend and went, oh, your problem's in your U-Bend. And it was like, oh! <laughs> so you called a man out to do something that Amy just knew how to do. She didn't know how to do it. I still had to try and do it. But yeah, the, the clasp was so tight. I thought this is going to be a thing where if I, this is where I snap it now and we're completely yeah, bothered. Yeah. I love how that happens. Like, like this out to be years ago, um, not that exact thing, but um, there were mice in the house and we had a mouse man out and he put down those sticky traps and we heard the squeaking from under the kickballs in the kitchen. We knew, okay, there's a mouse in the trap. Now, I was not the one who laid the traps, but I was the only uh, man in the house and my future wife and female housemate both said, we have to kill it, it's the right thing to do, and then left the room. Sounds about right. <laughs> and I was left with mouse a lot uh and the hand of destiny yeah you and Stuart little had a nice little chat yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes it was all over um yes rather the wooden plank of destiny to be honest with you. <laughs> and for your information people if anyone wants to know what the sound a mouse's skull makes when it goes it's this oh that's oh, absolutely charming geez. i really hope that makes the edit i can't believe that john got an actual mouse up to the microphone for that. <laughs> where, you, where were you keeping that <laughs> In the cage with the others. And for those of you who haven't seen Stuart Little, I'm sorry John just ruined the ending of that. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the humans catch him and he's killed. He's used in an audio podcast demonstration in a tiny jumper and trousers. Oh dear. What are you drinking, John? I Well, that's a good point, actually. I am drinking a wonderful discovery. It's called Stout About It. I'll let you guess what kind of beer it is. Um, But crucially... It's a cider. (laughs) (laughs) it is aldi's version of a vanilla stout which means it's basically the same as everybody else's but one third of the price so this is one pound 49 folks and it is delicious and if you put it in a posher can and i close my eyes i honestly couldn't tell the difference between the stuff that we're paying five quid for nice super happy oh winner mike what are you drinking i'm drinking what was a glass of red wine back when the recording was supposed to start and is now a few drops okay okay stop right there that's not a glass that's a carafe oh this is a um these are posh wine glasses. sorry okay listeners can't see uh this looks a bit like 
Um, Half a bottle of wine. I was going to say, like, you know, you have them sexy vases, which got all the curves in all the right places. This is the vase that that vase brings to the bar with it to make itself like look better. This is like the bar. This is the like it's fat, ugly vase. Um, but yeah, it's it's this is these came from Lathwaite's. Uh, they're like a kind of stout wine bulbs, and they've got a um, kind of big dimpled bottom for the old surface area. They're very. You nice, you really they? are chucking all the anatomy <laughs> into this. Like, I'm I'm a little bit aroused. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it, this is a uh, a red wine, the name of which um, escapes me, but I may have to revisit the bottle shortly to fill it up. Um, and it is very mellow and very nice. I think it's a just a sort of your standard Portuguese red. Hmm, lovely. Ben, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Hogarden because uh, it's yeah. I think perhaps the only thing I have in, and it was in the fridge, so it's also nice and cool, which is mm, fine because the radiator next to me is on for some reason. Thank you for that. <laughs> Danny... What's what's chugging its way down your gullet? Well, you never guess what came out my U-band earlier. Uh, no, oh. that was a joke. Uh, I'm drinking a delicious rum and coke. Uh, cheers, everyone. It's a it's a Mount Gay for anyone who's curious as to the make of the rum. That's very Saturday night. Mm. What make is the coke? Uh, it is a uh, Coca Cola. Other brands are available, of course. Excellent. Uh, now, dear listener, you may be wondering what the Infinite Escape Room is. Well, let me tell you, it is a very rambling opening to an escape room. Uh, <laughs> 50 if minutes br- safe. <laughs> if a briefing for an escape room in real life was this long, you would have walked out. <laughs> you would have just left and assumed that the man was insane. Is this uh, coming off our time? <laughs> <laughs> and you failed. Well done, everyone. <laughs> and that's the timer, guys. <laughs> you did not succeed in getting into or out of the escape room. Oh, no. The puzzle is the intro. What a twist. Oh, oh that's so good. That's so good, Danny. <laughs> I wish I'd thought of Write that down. Write that down quick. Next time, the puzzle is the introduction. It's <laughs> wonderful. Um, yes, it is an escape room, much like <clears throat> any other you may be familiar with. Unlike other escape rooms, though, this one is open, free, and infinite. It never also, ends. Also, not riddled with the fingerprints of COVID-suffering troglodytes. Each room in the Infinite Escape Room leads seamlessly, and Ben, I have honoured your segue this week, you'll be pleased to hear, (laughs) seamlessly into the next one in one big never-ending escape experience adventure. Every week on the Infinite Escape Room, one of us uh, has designed the room, and this week it's me, and the rest of the team will try and solve it. There is a strict time limit. If they fail, then bad things happen to them, and if they break anything, they will lose their deposit. Gentlemen, kindly discuss and select your deposit. I've already got one in mind. Obviously, it has to be Ben's future boombox. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that seems entirely accurate. Everyone, Ben has bought a boombox. Uh, so, yeah, so I bought um, the radio was from, it was built in 1981. So, yeah, so I won it and I have to drive up to Liverpool to get it. But these things, uh, I could find almost none of them that actually worked on eBay. So this one doesn't work, but I'm kind of sure I know how to fix it. I've already ordered the bits to fix it. Um, but I saw one at a friend's wedding about three years ago. The, the wedding was four days and one of the days we went out to a, nearby town um, to get sustenance that wasn't wedding food. Um, And we saw one of these things in a shop and I was like, I could put this on my credit card. It was like 300 quid. And I was like, I've put a lot on my credit card. My credit card shouldn't take this. I don't need this. And I spent like, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever had things where you've seen something and then every couple of months you're like, oh, there was that thing. And then you go and try and find it again. And, um, and I've been doing that for about four, three or four years. Um, And before Christmas, I got really into it again and finally found one that I won on eBay, um, middle of of Feb. Ben, 
I have a very small um, question. Why do you want it? It's a really nice thing. Hmm. And, and normally I look at something, oh, that's quite nice, and then I'll absolutely just forget about it. But because I've kept on remembering it, it feels like I need it. To be fair, it doesn't work. And a man who buys something on eBay and the seller admits that it doesn't work is a brave man. Like, it could arrive in just a pile of metal. Uh, I can see Mike staring at me now. <laughs> it's, it's ironic that you should say this, John, based on your own eBay honesty. One CPU. I'm not really a fan of overclocking. Never really heard of it before. But I imagine this would be a good candidate, says the man literally plucking the red-hot chip out of his system. Classic, hey, John. somebody paid top dollar for that. I broke it in for him. What can I say? I broke it in. I'm sure that's how electronics work. Mm, definitely. And while we're here, I would like to take a somber moment to thank our Patreons, our generous donors who keep the show on the proverbial road uh, and keep everything going. And especially our newest Patreon, Jade. Welcome to the ship, car, airplane, whatever it is, it's crashing and you're part of it. Welcome, Jade. The Hindenburg. <laughs> the Hindenburg. <laughs> Welcome to the Hindenburg of podcasts. It is anachronistic and doomed. Step into the flames with us. <laughs> it's <just> warm. <laughs> so bad. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Then let us enter the infinite escape room. Last week on the infinite escape room, you escaped the costume shop from the Mr. Ben universe and found that you have not just been dressing up as the village people, you are the village people and the crowd is expecting you to know all of their hits. Shotgun in native Indian. What? I want to be the native Indian. You will get what you're given. <clears throat> oh, all right, fair enough. Young man. <laughs> Fortunately. <laughs> can I be the sailor? <laughs> oh, well done, John. That was good. I enjoyed that. Give me strength. <laughs> I swear, every, with every day, I become more my own father. <laughs> there we are. Fortunately, you did know all of the hits in the 70s and 80s. You leave the crowd screaming for more, take your final bow, and retire to the green room to have a little rest. The door clicks shut behind you, and you are left. Just the three of you. Uh, the rest of the band uh, went to another green room. So, yes, just the three of you on your own in a green room. What would you like to do? Could we please ascertain which of the village people we are? Hmm. Well, there's a mirror over in the far corner. Oh, I'd like to look in the mirror, please, to ascertain which village person I am. Okay, you are dressed as a construction worker. Oh, fine, that'll do. The, your costume looks a little tired. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> which, uh, which village person am I? Uh, so as you step up to the mirror, uh, Mike, you find that you are in fact an African-American gentleman with a moustache and you are dressed as a policeman. You have a brand new costume as well. It's brand spanking new. Amazing. Because last week you were the Native, uh, Native American. <laughs> How did you get to change so quickly? That is a surprise. Hey, quick changes are a real performer's skill. That's true. Tell you. And, uh, and, and which village person am I? Uh, ben, as you step over to the mirror, which now you look at it, sort of shimmers in a slightly funny way, you can see that you are dressed as a cowboy. Uh, anything about the status of my clothing? Is it old, new? Uh, no, it's a cowboy outfit. You know, the the heels, the, the heels, the... That's <laughs> <laughs> famous cowboy heels. <laughs> the cowboy outfit, the heels, the girdle, the... Oh. Um, what are they called? The, 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 the ones for, for hitting your horse to make it go faster. The spurs. 
It's the Spurs. Yes, the Spurs. Oh, the you boots. didn't have to give them the right answer, did you? <laughs> yeah, you got the Spurs, you got the boots, you've got the waistcoat and the hat. You are very much a cowboy. Nice. Nice. Can I take the bait on the mirror? Mm-hmm. Can I... If the mirror is shimmery, mm-hmm. can I reach out and give it a gentle caress with my little policeman fingers? Okay, you've put fingerprints on the mirror. Oh, I thought I'd be able to step through the mirror into the mirrorverse mm-hmm. and become no. my own evil twin. Giving some closer attention to the mirror in your attempt to bizarrely step through it, <laughs> uh, you notice that there's something on the wall behind you, visible through the mirror. I just really like the idea of Mike trying to walk through the mirror and just slamming his head. <laughs> 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 Not only have I lost my deposit, but Mike has seven years bad luck. <laughs> right, what was written down behind the mirror, please? Uh, well, it's you're looking at it through the mirror, but it's mm. on the wall behind you. Okay, can we turn around and have a look at it? It's not there. Ah, vampires! Can, can, can we see? Can we look at the mirror and see what's there? <laughs> there you go. Uh, could one of you please describe for the listeners uh, carefully what you are seeing? Uh, yeah, it's Mike's forehead. It's taking up uh, a lot oh, of those. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Danny, a Gantz, it looks like a Gantz chart. It does look like um, a Gantz chart. A colourful Gantz he, chart. Uh, for people unfamiliar with what a Gantz chart is. Like everybody in the world except you. And me. I knew what a Gantz chart was. Uh, so it's an acronym standing for... Uh, goose ass. <laughs> North so, November trousers. This uh, this ah. is not a Gantt chart because everything uh, is positioned wrongly for a Gantt chart. Oh. Uh, Please, somebody describe <laughs> what you're seeing in normal. So words. what this is is a oh. uh, is a timeline. So it's uh, it's a graph that starts in 1977 and ends uh, a, a little beyond uh, 2017. There are a number of uh, coloured bars along it. Uh, each. Uh, color has a there's a key at the bottom so blue is the lead singer of uh, of various costumes red is the native american green is the gi orange is the worker presumably construction worker purple is the cowboy yellow is the biker and uh, black it says album um, so i assume that dignifies when an album was released Oh yes, so there's there's um, there's vertical uh, black lines um, coming up from the uh, from the from the timeline, um, and yeah, so you've got uh, a bar here, which I'm guessing is roughly when those people were in the band. Because for people that don't know, the village people had have have had loads and loads of members across. Twenty three, to be precise. Well, kind of like the Sugar Babes. Hello, Editor John here. I confess I have committed a little bit of a podcasting sin on this episode and produced rather a lot of visual assets to go along with it. I have attached all of them, including this chart, with the show notes. So take a look, take a close look, and try and work it out. Good luck. Quick question. Uh, when we're seeing it in the mirror, is it in reverse of this? Like, is it backwards or is it? do we see it like this? For the purposes of ease, you see it like this. Oh, thank Christ for that. I'm not going to make oh. this any harder by reversing shit on you. Okay, so the album releases appear to have been in 1977, 78, 79, 80, 81 and 82 and then And I love the village people. <laughs> Who doesn't? That YMCA remix came out this year, did it? What, MCAY? <laughs> <laughs> Here all week, folks. Excellent. And that's just the intro. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's, uh, uh, okay, we should really see what else there is in the room to see what this might pertain to. Okay, lovely. So you're in, um, you came through a door. You're currently in the opposite corner to the door of this square room in front of the mirror. To your left, there are some posters on the wall. Is that, the, when you say to the left of you, is that like to the left of the mirror or on the wall to the left? On the wall to the left. Right. There is also another door there. Uh, it leads to the stage door to the outside world. To your right, alongside the wall on your right, there are some fridges. In the middle of the room, there's a table. And on the far side of the room, between the two doors, there is a costume rail. Are we in another changing room? You're in the green room. Is the room green? The floor is green. Good. Right. Key question. What colour are the walls? Do you keep... Irrelevant. What colour is that? Is that like a Dulux colour? I think it's like a grey. That's yeah. totally a bullshit Dulux. <laughs> irrelevant grey. I'm painting my walls irrelevant. <laughs> Uh, can we look in the fridges, please? You can. The fridges are stacked high with new Coke. <gasps> new Coke? Cans of new Coke. Um, yeah, so isn't new Coke tied to a particular time? Because they changed the recipe in Coke and yeah, took and then they had shit to out. bring it back mm. as new Coke, didn't they? An original Coke. Yeah. Hmm. Don't know. Is that all that's that before in there? After, new Coke? Yeah. Uh, you're broadly right about what happened with Coke. Coca-Cola at one point tried to beat Pepsi by reformulating themselves completely into new Coke, and it was an absolute disaster. Uh, they then, I think, tried to change it to Coke 2, uh, then released classic Coke later on, which was basically the old one back, and then very slowly killed new Coke and then returned classic Coke to normal Coke over the space of about 10 years. Fun fact, though, when they released New Coke, the reaction was so bad that the CEOs of Pepsi gave everyone who worked for Pepsi the day off and declared victory. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Which historically um, has been premature. Mm -hmm. Have you seen some of the dark stuff that um, Burger King have done over the years with uh, their advertising and marketing and stuff? Mm, no. Oh, I'll, I'll find it. It's wonderfully trolley. It's really wonderfully trolley. I fear that, like they, um, sorry to interrupt, but I fear that we are on the clock, even though John hasn't announced I imagine the time so. has started. Is, is there a clock in the room? No. Yeah. Mm. I, I have, have a set 21 minutes and 20 seconds remaining. Cool. Can we have a look at the table? So on the table in the centre of the room is a selection of village people memorabilia, T-shirts, uh, records, and so forth. And there is a post-it note attached to them. Post-it note! Post-it note says, autographs, please, chaps, real names, you're due out in 30 minutes. Autographs, real names. Ah, oh, does this require backdated knowledge of the village people cast? No. Excellent. Real names. So I assume part of this puzzle is we have to find out who, who we are at the time to sign said merchandise. I appreciate John always tries saying signing it. it as ourselves? If, if I sign it as a worker, do I lose my deposit? I should add, this isn't on the post-it note, but I should add that disco fans are notoriously bloodthirsty. And if you sign the wrong name and leave, you will certainly be torn limb from limb. Right, okay. I'll take that as a hmm. no thank you. Okay. <laughs> disco fans there... and fans of Twilight, they're the two really scary <laughs> ones. They're the vicious ones. Are there uh, signing implements on the table as well? Yes, there's pens. Excellent. Oh, let's have a look at the costume rail. My thinking being there may be costumes for us with our name sign in the back, like school children. Oh, I like the idea that a village person's mum would put their name <laughs> in the back of their costume before sending them off for their concert. That's a really lovely idea. Uh, so on the costume rail are the costumes of the other band members. Uh, so you guys are the cop, the cowboy and the GI. So it's yeah. the uh, 
Native American, the biker stroke Leatherman, uh, and what's the other one? Bug of the Six. Amazing. American, the biker. Oh, yes, the G. Yes, it's the GI. Uh, GI's uniform, the biker's uniform, uh, and and the Native American's uniform. Because Mike's the policeman, not the GI. Yes. Yes, right. So it's not the sailor, it's Native American. So it's the soldier, or the GI, the biker, and the Native American, which now I look at it, I have actually written down on my notes. I just failed to consult. Brilliant. (laughs) Uh, Could we please look inside and around the costumes for anything uh, of note? Okay, so as you have a rifle to the costumes, there's nothing of note on them, uh, but a slip of paper does fall out. And the slip of paper reads as follows. So this is a list of names. Um, It's a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, lots of names. Oh my God, so many Um, names. uh, We have Victor Willis, Ray Simpson, Miles J, Ray Stephens, Philippe Rose, Angel Morales... Alex Briley, Sonny Earl, James Lee, Lee Moton, Glenn Hughes, Eric Anzalone, JJ Lippold, Mark Musler, David Hodo, Mark Lee, Bill Whitefield, James Kwong, David Forrest, Randy Jones, G. Jeff Olson, Jim Newman, and Chad Freeman. And there are patrons this week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you were writing that down as I said it, because I'm not repeating it. Okay. And that hmm. was all that was in all of the costumes. Yes, nothing else of note. I mean, the costumes are there, but nothing else of note. Hmm. Is it is it uh, is it worth noting the state of the costumes? As ours had states, nothing relevant. Right. Okay. Thanks, Ben. You're being very quiet. Uh, I am. Yes. <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was just thinking exactly what um, what you just said about how old they were and whether that. So uh, Danny's in an old constructor's outfit, uh, but. Mike's policeman outfit is like quite new, oh. and mine is just a cowboy. Yeah, is this going to be to do with because obviously there's varying uh, members, isn't there, through time? So is it going to be because mm. my costume's really old, I'm going to be the the original worker, and because Mike's is brand new, he's going to be the last person to be the policeman. I think we might need to go and have a little look at the posters, please. Okay, so uh, on the walls to the left of the mirror, there are a series of posters of village people. <gasps> and it's weird because we keep saying the village people, but um, historically, all their records, it's just village people. There is never the. Oh. oh. I have sent the image of the first poster along with a caption beneath it to you. Somebody please describe the poster and then somebody else read the caption. Uh, it appears to be a poster of... Uh, the entire lineup of uh, village people uh, with no the, and they all seem to be doing. If you imagine the walk like an Egyptian dance, uh, all kind of arms either way uh, in the same similar pose. Uh, and left to right, it says Randy Jones as a cowboy, uh, David Hudu as the worker, Philippe Rose as the Native American, Victor Wills as the uh, policeman, Glenn Hughes as the biker slash leather man. And Alex Briley as the GI. Lovely. So, would you like to see the next poster? Oh, boy, would I. That is the next poster. So this is, once again, Village People. Uh, this appears to be the album cover for uh, Sex Over a Phone. Over, Sorry, no, the, over phone. the phone. Um, and this one, assumedly left to right again, is Ray Stevens as the Cowboy Philippe Rose as the... G.I. G. Jeff Olsen as the police officer. Mark Lee as the Native American. 
um, Glenn Hughes as something <laughs> um, in the middle. Um, looks the biker, like a hippie. Oh, the biker, yes. Some hippie biker. Yes, yeah, sorry, I, sh- oh, I didn't see the gloves. Um, and then Alex Brilly as the other one. You said one assumes left to right, uh, Mike. What is it they always say about assuming? Never assume or you might make an ass out of you and me. So, uh, is there any more information about it? Uh, oh, yes, because Alex Briley in the, in the top poster, if you look, Alex Briley is the last name and he's the GI, whereas in the second poster, he's bang in the middle at the top. Oh, oh, you're very sharp. And Glenn Hughes oh, sorry, was, I was the leather man. witty comeback. Yeah, no, Glenn Hughes was the leather man. Oh. Uh, and Felipe Rose was the uh, police man. Uh, David Hadou is not in this one. So it's going to be, yeah, starting to eliminate names, I assume. There is another poster. Uh, so this is also of uh, village people. Um, it's got, uh, it, so this is the In the Navy album. To zoom in because it's a very small, uh, small photo. Uh, it also has down the bottom uh, Manhattan woman um, and can't stop productions. I- I'm sure that's not important. <laughs> it's there. It's not, but thank you for mentioning it. We have uh, a-, a date for this one. So we've got uh, 1978, and we have left to right. Um, we don't have like this. So this clearly. So this isn't left to right. There is like a circle of them, um, which so it's a bogus. Um, <laughs> But there we go. So uh, we have uh, presumably uh, Randy Jones is the cowboy. Uh, David Hodo is the uh, construction worker. Victor Willis is the policeman. Um, Philippe Rose is once again the Native American. Alex Briley is the sailor. And Glenn Hughes is the biker. In that picture, he looks a bit like Ben Stiller. I was just thinking. He does. In fact, he looks exactly like Ben Stiller in Dodgeball. Yes, that's the movie I was searching for, Dodgeball. Thank and you. finally, there is an uncaptioned poster. Will somebody uh, describe that last poster? Yes, this is the size of a postage stamp. <laughs> you need a magnifying glass. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so this is a Live Aid poster, uh, July the 13th. Um, I'm going to be really bad because I can't remember what year it was. Um, it doesn't say on here, so I'm presuming it's not important. Uh, but it's uh, at Wembley Stadium, London, and it's got a whole raft of band names. Yes, none of which appear to be the village people or village people. No, exactly. Okay. We do have some good bands here, though. Spandau Ballet. Is, uh, is the lockdown restrictions over by July the 13th? I don't think Live Aid is happening this year, Ben. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. That would have been a good... I've got a year there, right? <laughs> You're free, good year to do Live it. Aid. Hmm. TikTok, hmm. Clarice. I'm just reading this enormous post stamp you sent to yes, uh, quite a lot on there. Yeah. It says, do not pay more than the listed price for your tickets. Oh, words to live by. Hmm. £25. That seems all right for Live Aid. This is slowly becoming a eye test at the opticians because the postage stamp... Tickets. Yeah. Tickets are limited to six per person. The writing gets smaller oh my goodness. and smaller. <laughs> This is, this is like a migraine made Jake. Yeah, this literally okay. is. Okay, uh, I feel I should, I, I'm duty bound now to go, kind of pull you guys out of the poster stamp Live Aid poster and say that the, the, the very specific details of that poster are not relevant. Excellent. So it was a waste of time. Thank you, John. Oh, it was not a waste of time. <laughs> hmm. Did we, can we have a look at the stage door? Is there anything other than it being a you door? You can, it is unlocked. Oh, can we go through it? You, um, you could, but you haven't signed your memorabilia and will surely be torn limb from limb. Oh, God's sake, it's always a catch. 
Can we see anything if we peek out of the stage door? Yes, you can see the crowds of fans starting to gather outside the stage door, ready to gratefully or wrathfully receive you. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Is there anything in this room that we've not looked at? So there was the mirror we've looked at. Mm -hmm. There was the door we came through, which, John being a sneaky sod, we should probably take a look at in a minute. Mm. Uh, There's the stage door we've just peeped our eyes through. The changing rails, which we found the message in. The fridge, which we found some new coke in. um, And the table, which had the covers on and the posters. Was, Uh, Was that everything? Was there anything under the table or behind the fridge? Uh, nothing behind the fridge or indeed under the table. Okay, feel like I should check. What about the door we came through? It is there? locked. It is the door to the stage. Ah, okay. So do we need to make a matrix out of these? Oh boy, I was hoping this puzzle would lead to some Excel. So, VLOOKUP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a very particular type of note. <laughs> I am so glad you all chuckled. I loved it. Big no fun. one out there in the world will. Oh. You know, I, um, I, I don't know. Our listeners, uh, Mike, they're going to be pretty smart. Someone might, might be I... listening to this working on an Excel right now and might just chuckle away. Um, some of you have taken a close look at your costumes, but not everybody has. Oh, shit. Can I, tell you what, can I go through my own pockets and give myself a good feeling over and investigate myself? Um, you can. You realise that all of your pockets are fake. Uh, it being a costume, not a real policeman's outfit. But other than that, there is nothing to remark upon. Could I please do the same with my costume, including said hard hat? Uh, hard hat. Your hard hat comes off. There's nothing in it. Yes, your your costume is a yeah, as is. Excellent. I would now take I... the opportunity to fill up Ben and check his costume for him. I, I don't uh, do anything. I just stand there. <laughs> okay, Ben stands I there. Not resist. Danny, Danny cops to fill. Uh, Danny, on removing Ben's hat you can see there is something written on the label. Oh, wonderful. The message written on the label is, take care of this old thing, Randy. Oh, so Ben was the uh, fine cowboy, so that means he must be... Uh, who is the cowboy man in this one? Yeah, ah, Randy Jones. Oh, Rand- Randy Jones. Right, so that's Ben's real name, cowboy equals Randy Jones. And, oh, I see. Is this the order as well? So this is like the order through time. Because we saw the three posters... And it looks like it's three different eras. Oh, we had that thing we saw earlier as well, the um, the not a Gantt chart. The not a Gantt chart, Gantt chart, yeah. Yeah. I would go as far um, as to say the not a Gantt chart, Gantt chart is critical. Yeah, so, oh, 1978, Randy Jones was in it. So the last oh, poster we... we got, I think, is the must might be the middle poster, potentially. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. so, yeah, so it has to be a time when, yeah, it has to be an album where Randy was the cowboy, mm-hmm. which narrows us down. To two uh, of them. The first image we saw and the last image we saw. Yes. Okay. Which is a shame because I quite like the one of them all having a cuddle in yeah. the middle, looking, looking glum down the lens. So in 1978, uh, I'm, I'm just going to work out the worker now. So 1978, the, the worker was the same up until 1982, which was David Hadoo. But we have no other dates to go off currently, so I'm, I'm going but to put a tentative. Bear in mind, the message in the hat said, take care of this old thing, Randy. Uh, so that means Randy Jones has moved on and passed his hat across uh, and cowboy. So, ah, okay. Yeah, Randy was uh, 1978 until 1979. Uh, he rejoined in 87 and then dropped off again. So the next person he gave it to was 1970 yeah after 1979 
but I don't know who that would be. Oh, where are you getting when Brandy came in and left? Uh, from the Gantt chart, because the the um, the colours for the name Step, so I assume that, that each step is a different is person a new... filling in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... You're and you're making you're assuming that Randy was well. We know in the picture from 1978 that Randy was the cowboy. So if we say that the 1978 block forward, oh, that's a good point though. He might have just been that first little block up until 19. No, in 1978 they released an album, so he must be the one on. Well, no, but but, but because you already got a line, is he? Yeah, it's hard to confirm. John, can you clarify how this Gantt chart is laid out? Okay, so so each line, coloured line, is a roll. Every yep. time that coloured line um, shifts in the vertical plane, as in mm-hmm. one stops and another begins in the vertical plane next yep. to it, that is the changing of a roll from one person to another. Yes. So, for example, there's a couple of points where uh, a line moves down and then moves back up. That is because yeah. the person who had the roll gave the roll away, or it was taken from them, and then took it back again later. Right, okay. So my point was, if it says that there's a purple block from 1977 up until 1978, was the picture from 1978 Randy Jones? Or was Randy Jones 1978 up until 1979? So the answer to that question is not relevant. Okay, excellent. The three people I can't place from the second post we saw, um, and anybody that can uh, help clarify would be greatly appreciated. Ray Stevens, uh, G... Jeff Olson and Mark Lee. Uh, I can't work out who they are on the poster. My presumption is that um, Ray Stevens is the the the, the business cowboy. Business cowboy. <laughs> business in the front. The leather jacket the is a bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> well, and he's he's wearing a like a a tie. Yeah, looks things is he? Hmm. But yes, it, uh, yeah, that seems legitimate because it's him and uh, G. Jeff Olson, which I would assume is the. Uh, bro fist biker Guy, man in the front. middle yeah in the front ah so he's biker man and Glenn Hughes has changed to being leather man okay nobody ever swapped roles what I mean by that is that say Philippe Rose he was always the native Indian he never came on yeah. as the cowboy or the GI or anybody else so once a person had their role they only ever played that role you're right so I'm going to say G. Jeff Olsen is the guy in the middle. Yes, I would also assume that. And that Mark Lee is the policeman. Uh, yes. Hedge figure. Well, so uh, we know, having looked at the, the three photographs, the guy in the very middle at the back of that second photograph, the GI, uh, he looks to me like Al- uh, Alex Briley, and he is in all of them. Yes. That's, that's Alex Briley. Um, if we then go bottom right of that photograph, uh, that will be Glenn Hughes, because Glenn Hughes is in all of them, and again, he doesn't change a role. Yep. So we've got that top, that police officer, that so that V-shape, interesting for village people, that V-shape uh-huh. is... is um, People that are new, the, the top left, bottom middle, and top right. Aha. Uh-huh. They're people that are new. Fucking hell, you're sharp, Ben. I feel like I need to throw you guys a bone here. So I'm going to throw you a bone. The bone is, have you considered putting the list of names next to the chart? Oh, for God's sake. That's ridiculous, Jonathan. How would I even achieve such a thing? Yeah, how would I achieve? Do you have a picture of said joinment? As it so happens. Oh, perfect. Oh, you fucking prick. Could you please, could we attach in the room the list that fell out onto the uh, the mirror thing? You would get the following. 
Oh, that makes life significantly easier. Oh, doesn't it? Right, so take care of this old thing, Randy. So that means Ben is G. Jeff Olsen, as predicted. So if he's G. Jeff Olsen... Then that narrows it down to me. most likely um, 1980 to 1986. Yeah. In which case, if it's just been an album as well, I think, as as I surmised earlier, I think I am David Hadou. Which would mean uh, I am the police person. Which is the lead singer. Yeah. Oh, the lead singer. Fair enough. Um, Which would mean that I'm Ray Simpson, I think. Yes. Possibly, but he wasn't in one of the... Ray Stevens? No. No, Uh, so left up Randy Jones, David Hadou, Philippe Rose, Victor Willis. So is Victor Willis... Or yours look very new. So if we're assuming that we are in the present day, um, Victor Willis? Oh, Victor. Uh, no, because Ray Simpson has just joined. And oh, yeah, David Hadou's been, been here a while. And you've got a note saying, hey, take care of this, like the handover. So I think it is Ray Simpson. We have not a lot of time left. I think we should probably just... Oh, shit, we have less than a minute. Okay, let's okay, go with that. Place. I'm going to okay, sign gonna... a load of shit as David Hadou. I'm going to send a load of stuff as G. Jeff Olsen. And I'll sign everything left as Ray Simpson. Are you absolutely sure? No, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> yep, same. I don't. Are you absolutely sure? Oh, Christ, so one of us is wrong. Oh, it's probably me. It's definitely me. Um, the, the fans are starting to get a little bit uh, cranky outside, but they're Ray Stevens waiting. was in one of the posters um, and was a policeman, so I reckon you're him. All of you appear in a poster. Yeah, so Ray Simpson doesn't appear in a poster. Miles J doesn't appear in a poster. Um, uh, only Victor Willis and Ray Stevens do for the police officer. Okay. So on, I, oh, God, Ben, thank God. <laughs> in which case, Ben, t- Ben, please tell me. I've, I'm, I've finished my like vat of wine. I, I think you've got to be uh, Ray Stevens. John, I have a totally original thought, and I would like to scribble out whatever I wrote before and write Ray <laughs> Stevens instead. Oh, mm-hmm. Does that mean that I'm actually Mark Lee? If when Ray Stevens started, because I've been there a while. You certainly can't be David Hoda if he's Ray Stevens. Right, okay. Then I would like to change my answer to Mark Lee, and I sign everything as Mark Lee. So Danny has signed everything as Mark Lee. Here goes the sound effect. Ben has signed everything as G. Jeff Olsen. Oh, the great sound effect, Danny. And Mike, you've signed everything as Ray Stevens. In the words of Chris Tarrant, final answer? Final answer. You proceed out through the stage door to your legion of adoring fans, tossing signed memorabilia to them as you go. And as they catch it in their hands, they look at it, look at your autograph, look at you, and go wild. Yeah. Oh, thank Christ. Static. Good job, Ben. Uh, thank you, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> and you, uh, you shake hands, you kiss babies, uh, you distribute your semen amongst them whatever oh, <laughs> whatever, whatever disco bands do <laughs> and then sail the sailor off. isn't here <laughs> <laughs> into the night the boom semen. boom boom with the cheering crowd uh in hot pursuit well done guys you've solved my puzzle thanks well done, that was ben. difficult well done ben you were the hero of the no no it was that, that that was i think both of you uh joining that extra dot because i I saw the final image of the the, the timeline and the and, and the names, and I 
I was too too busy trying to uh, decide if there was a correct order for that th- those people in the poster, mm. um, and didn't didn't put that together until you said so. Now, Ben, it is entirely on you from my perspective because. When the recording started, I had a full glass of wine. Uh-huh. And then I went to top up after <laughs> we did the intros and had most of a vase, and that vase is now empty. Yay. So essentially, from five minutes into the recording, I've been functionally useless. So cheers for the brain power, Ben. <laughs> and Danny, but mostly Ben. I was also uh, here. A puzzle. I wanted to give you guys a hard one. Um, and I, I worried that it was... I worried that it was... <laughs> I found this incredible chart, and I thought, oh, wow, that's amazing. That that That's sort of quite a beautiful thing. And also you know to to find patterns in it and things would be quite fun uh so i then thought i'll delete some of it <laughs> what? i thought it was, you bastard i thought it's so obvious i thought if i if i take some away and shove it somewhere else in the room and they find it they're just going to put them together because it's so obvious and you didn't no because um, it was not obvious um, there was no there was no obvious relationship between the two items you gave you gave us i think because of the way that they presented discord as well maybe i should have said that they were they're they're torn or something mm. I think had I had you given to us, given them to us in like um, some kind of a packaged format, and we had all the files together, oh, yeah. that might have been something I would have done. But um, the way um, Discord displays them, and the way that you, I, I've popped them out over into my browser, um, they're just in different tabs, so I, I don't see you don't them. Look at them side by side. Exactly. Yeah. Once you had the completed chart, my hope was that the various specific aspects about your costume. Uh, would let you zone in. The Live Aid thing and the new Coke were there to place you in the 80s. That was the only reason they existed, so that you knew uh. you were you were in that area of the timeline. Ah. Down from there. Because I knew you'd all know that Live uh. Aid was in the 80s sometime. And I knew you'd all, you'd probably know about the new Coke thing, that that was probably 80s. So that was just to place you there. Uh, and as for the outfits, um, Mike's brand new outfit was to make sure nobody thought he was Victor Willis, who had been in the band before for several years and was the founder of the band. Uh, and th- so if you had a brand spanking new outfit, you're presumably a new member. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you, were, you, you latched on exactly as you were supposed to with the, the David Hodo. Uh, sorry that Mark Lee had been there for a few years at that point. Um, and that was to make sure that you, that uh, Mike couldn't be Miles J either, that he'd have to be further along. Uh, and Ben's uh, cowboy um, hat message placed him firmly behind Randy Jones. So that was a double-edged sword because that could have also made you the Glenn Jones's second innings, which ran all the way until 2013. Uh, but fortunately, none of you latched onto that. I must admit, um, so I, I, well, so I think this. I think you've probably had to do an, like an awful lot of homework to find the right pictures and everything bit. to to give us <laughs> just the right amount of information to put this together. So that is that is uh, a good job well done. That's an excellent logic puzzle. A really good logic yeah. puzzle. You know how sometimes you watch a film and you're not quite sure where you are in the film with regards to like the end. Did you fall asleep? I've, yeah. <laughs> I, no, not at all. No, no. And I I wasn't quite sure where we were in the puzzle uh as it were and i was sure we were gonna have to like pick up the mirror and like put the bit in front of the posters or bring a poster to it and try and find something interesting about the because it was a shimmery mirror it was magic it Hmm. was gonna do magic many things it was gonna yeah Uh, i mean if i'd thought about this a lot harder and made it hand together much better then uh, it probably would have (laughs) but uh the only reason it was shimmery and thank you mike for headbutting it the only reason it was shimmery Mm -hmm. uh was to to show you the poster that isn't there that couldn't possibly exist 
Thank you for listening. We have been at the Infinite Escape Room. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, if you would like to hear or see more of us, because there's been a lot of visual stuff in this episode of the podcast, then please <laughs> head on over to our home on the web, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com, or hit us up on the old social medias, Facebook or Twitter. Or do we do Instagram? We do when um, you've got pictures. When we've got pictures, we do them. Oh, we're going to be hitting the Instagram with this one. And that is at tier underscore podcast. And that's tier as in top tier, not tier as in the things you make out of your eyes when John presents an impossible puzzle again. Ah, so many of those. <laughs> if you've enjoyed the show, we really hope you have. Please do feel free to leave us a review. All we ask is that you leave it somewhere relevant on the great black hole of the internet. Uh, unless you didn't like it, which point leave it on, I don't know, yell or something. Uh, and that's it. MySpace. My, my space. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. Bebo. Bebo. Pixo. Make a Pixo about how much you hate it. Because everyone will look at it. Lovely. Thank you very much, guys. We will see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Sorry for my behaviour.